Welcome to Prima's 2020 podcast series. My name is Shonda Ragland. I am the Director of Education at Prima. On this Prima podcast, Jody Moses will discuss keeping up with first responder presumption laws. Jody is the Managing Director of Public Entities, Pools, and Associations at Sedgwick. We will also be joined by Prima's Education Coordinator, Taekwon Gilbert. Taekwon will moderate the discussion. Enjoy the podcast. Thank you for joining us today, Jody. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. First off, what is a presumption and what are presumption laws? Well, I'm going to start with a legal answer, even though I'm not an attorney. So I'll get into the legalese first. A presumption is an assumption of fact that the law requires to be made from another fact or a group of facts found or otherwise established. In other words, if a party establishes that a certain fact or set of facts is that's required by statute, if they actually establish that those happen, then that party will have met its burden of proof. A presumption may be rebuttable or it can be conclusive. And a rebuttable presumption can be rebutted by the other side by evidence, but a conclusive presumption can't. So in many jurisdictions, as it relates to first responders and workers' compensation compensability rules, They've been greatly expanded in almost every jurisdiction to account for the potential increased risk that's inherent for first responders. So if a statutory presumption of compensability exists and that first responder meets certain requirements on that jurisdiction, then their injury or disease is presumed to have been arisen out of or in the course of their employment. And the actual original statutes that were expanded to provide additional coverage, workers' comp coverage, for first responders has actually been around since the 1970s. But increasing number of jurisdictions, and as we can see with the whirlwind of activity around COVID-19 most recently, jurisdictions have proposed and enacted laws mandating that first responders diagnosed with certain diseases are presumed to be contracted in the course of and scope of employment. Who will be considered first responders? Someone who's designated or trained to respond in an emergency. So as we've heard it said before, any individual who runs towards an event rather than away. Typically, before all of the COVID-19 activity, so pre-March of 2020, typically a first responder would be a police officer, a sheriff, a firefighter, paramedic, emergency medical technicians. Uh, rescuers. So they would typically fall in that. The list is pretty expansive, even pre-COVID-19, but usually they have been in the public sector. So in the service of a public entity, a city, a county, a state, as opposed to the private sector. What is typically included in presumptions? I'm putting an intro on almost every one of these questions, Jaquan, because COVID-19 has really turned safety officer presumptions on its end in literally about two weeks. But before COVID-19, typically what was included would be cancer, lung and respiratory conditions, bloodborne pathogens, heart and vascular conditions. Those were the basic ones. Other jurisdictions, like I actually have practiced workers' comp for most of my career in California. In California, California has really expanded the, the types of presumptions over the years to include even things like for police officers back injuries as a result of wearing their Sam Brown belt. That's considered a Sam Brown belt presumption in California. But the basic ones, 
acts that we've seen that are considered presumptive injuries in every jurisdiction are cancer, lung and respiratory, bloodborne pathogen, heart and vascular. What is driving the emergence of PTSD presumptions among first responders? Well, really, the emergence of that started post 9-11 and its aftermath. During that time period, and we started to have our first responders in that aftermath of 9-11 earned unquestionable protection under the health and under the law. And, you know, out of that really started to drive a feeling that the current work comp system in almost every jurisdiction was really inadequate to provide the timely and valuable benefits that they needed. And most recently, just as an example, Willis Towers Watson came out with a study that indicated that 34% of our first responders have been diagnosed with clinical depression or PTSD. So when you combine all of that and an increasing need to assuage communities' help to need and ongoing efforts to push the need for this coverage, there started to be over multiple jurisdictions the addition of PTSD or considering it as a presumption for coverage for our safety officers. Interestingly enough, as we start talking about this, now as you introduce COVID-19 and the expansion of of coverage, either through emergency orders, governor's orders, or in a couple of states by legislation of coverage for COVID-19, it seems to be that we could see this start, the PTSD portion of it start to even move the legislation on other states to cover PTSD because it started momentum pre-COVID-19. In the last year, 2019, we saw multiple jurisdictions exploring and expanding their coverage to include post-traumatic stress disorder as a presumed compensable injury for safety officers. How are laws expanding first responder presumptions? (laughs) This is a very interesting question, given that um, as you and I are talking today, we're just grappling with one month, basically, of a flurry of activity expanding safety officer presumptions to cover COVID-19. It is incredible the amount of activity where we've had not only an expansion of covering your typical first responders that we talked about before, police officers, firefighters, paramedics, but now our jurisdictions are expanding who a first responder is in light of this this crisis of COVID-19 as those who are either in some instances essential businesses, which now then expands coverage as first responders and presumptions in a couple of states, which will probably be disputed, to private sector employers outside of the public sector. So that's a real potential challenge as we move forward and we're all back to work post-COVID-19. And as our legislatures get back into session, it is conceivable that we could start seeing expansion. This is the first time we've seen the presumptions in workers' compensation of, of injuries and illnesses that are presumed to be compensable now moving in to cover the private sector. And so that is the most immediate when you ask that question, how are those laws expanding? To date, as we talk today, Um, There's actually two states with legislation that address COVID-19 as a presumed covered injury and have 
expanded the definition of first responders. There are a handful of other states that have emergency regulations or governor emergency orders expanding coverage that include presumptions for safety officer or first responders. If you set aside COVID-19, the other expansion is for presumption coverage is just covering multiple different kinds of injuries and illnesses outside of cancer, lung, and respiratory, like I talked about in California, the Sam Brown belt, which is low back. So those are the more expansions and the the post-traumatic stress disorder that we were dealing with pre-COVID-19. But I, I believe that the battle and the challenges that we're working with as, as, as a world against COVID-19 has really introduced in the United States and particularly in the workers' compensation world and first responder presumption laws, a whole new world as to how presumptions are going to be evaluated and looked at. Is there anything additional that you would be able to provide regarding presumption laws? You know, one interesting thing is some states are actually looking at an alternative to presumption legislation. This was happening really before COVID-19, more specific to PTSD. And some states have actually carved out PTSD presumption coverage for first responders into a state-based system that's separate. So each individual city and county that has first responders doesn't have to contemplate covering the PTSD within their coverage, and it falls to a a carve-out program specific to handle PTSD. As just kind of forecasting ahead, it may be that, and I'm, I'm not predicting anything, but it could be that we see the potential similar activity as it relates to COVID-19 because that was literally the what our states have passed with respect to emergency regulations to cover first responders and as it relates to COVID-19 has been so sudden and there certainly will be unintended consequences when you're dealing with emergency legislation and trying to actually apply that in the workers' compensation claims handling process. So it could be that states or explore similar like some of them have done to PTSD for COVID-19, carving out a unique presumptive disease like COVID-19 separate from the state statutory work comp system. We have reached the end of our podcast. Thanks to our speaker and all of our listeners. Please visit the Prima website to hear other Prima podcasts, view upcoming Prima webinars, read Prima blogs, and learn about other Prima educational resources. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and our very own Prima Talk. Have an amazing day.